Hello and welcome back to Unveiling the Matrix. I am the copper colored one, the one you call Brother Vincent, also now known as one of the many truth seekers here in this earth to help you find your way back home. Today's podcast, I'm going to title it Luke Chapter 10. And uh, more in particular, I'm, I'm actually going to deal more with the second half of Luke. And uh, in the first half, I'm just going to give you the short version of it and you can check it out for yourself. This is when our uh, Messiah, I'm sorry. This is when I'm going to try to keep this plain. Okay, so you're going to hear me say this first time, and it's the only time I'm going to say it right now, is our Messiah, which is uh, Hamashiach. But I'm going to read it the way it is, and and our Bible here, King James, is going to say Jesus. So that's how I'm going to read it. I'm just going to be playing with this so everybody will be able to get their own understanding. Okay, so in the first part of the, the Bible, uh Jesus is telling his disciple, because he just, uh, for lack of better words, he just recruited 70 more disciples, and he's sending them all out. He's giving them the power to do all things like he's doing, uh, to heal the sick, uh, to uh, open the eyes of the blind, uh, open the ears of the, the deaf so they can hear. So he's giving them all these things, and he's telling them to go out and preach the gospel, the good news. Uh, and the good news is, hey, you know, the most high Yah, the father. So this is where I kind of want you guys to understand, because again, you always hear me saying, Yah this, Yah that, most high this, most high that. I understand that Jesus, okay, you hear me say this before, uh, the one y'all called Jesus, because again, uh, they, they, they just totally corrupted not only his name, but who he is as an individual, because we're technically talking really two different people. You got the ones who the Roman Catholic and all their churches believe to be Jesus. And then you got the Jesus of our book, the one that the Most High sent here to help us find our way back home. So I'm going to read and uh, let you guys understand that, yes, there is a Jesus, okay? But the problem is you guys then got stuck into a Jesus that's not of this book. It's a totally separate Jesus. Not only his image, the things he said, the things he does, it, it, it's, it's a fabrication of a group of people who want to control you and have you. And again, this all goes back to the great deceiver. He's going to have you bow down to him. This is what I'm getting at. He wants to be like the most high. So in order for him to do that, you're going to have to bow down to him unless you retrain your brain. But most of us won't do that because all they know is we're going to start in the new testament and, and believe only in jesus and this is why i'm t trying to tell you the bible again which i refer to as our history book it's all one book as far as i'm concerned that you can call it old testament new testament to me it just go from beginning to end. And I'm going to show you part of that or why I'm saying this because we're going to use this Jesus. We're going to use his words to help you understand what, you, what you've been brainwashed into believing and not understanding the whole concept uh, or, or in this case, the context that he's been talking of. So let's go to uh, grab your Bibles. You know, uh, I'm reading out of the King James Bible. Oh, actually, I'm online right now. So I'm reading out of the blue letter. Bible, which is the King James Version. So nothing's different. It's just the online version. And I'm reading that. And I am going to go to, remember now, he just sent out uh, all these disciples to do all these things. So they're, they're, they're hyped up. They're happy. They're, they, they, they have purpose. They're, they're letting everyone know who the father is. They're not going out talking about Jesus. They're talking about the father. So let's, let's find out what happens uh, when they get back 
and they're they're talking to Jesus and explaining to him uh, what they what they've been doing and you know how they feel. You you can you can hear in their voice how hyped up they are they are and uh, rightly so. Okay, and uh, and Luke ten twenty one and that hour. Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. So what is Jesus saying here? Okay. Now remember the disciple came back and they're telling, Hey, how they were able to, to deal with all these evil and godly spirits and their, their things, the people they didn't told the message to and all the good stuff that they're doing. Uh, they're, they're, again, they're hyped up. They're happy. They're like, they're like babes, the kids, you know, and that's where he was saying there that he think, now listen, this is Jesus saying this. He's saying this to the father. He's not praying to himself. He's praying to the father, Lord of heaven and earth. I'm reading it exactly how they have it. That thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent. Who are the wise and the prudent? Well, the wise and the prudent are the ones who always feel that they at the top. They're the ones who should tell you what you need to know. And you can't read it for yourself or you can't know it for yourself that everything that, that you need to know, they will tell you what was being said or what you should be doing. And that is the wise and the prudent that he is referring to. And in this case, you'll be your Pharisees and your Sadducees and, you know, all these people who think they have the answers to everything and uh, they may be, may be wise in their own mind, but they're fools to everyone else. So uh, that's what he's talking about. And he said, and has revealed them unto babes. He's talking about the, the 70, the additional disciples who are starting out, who really don't know anything. They What he's saying is they don't even know uh, any difference or any better of what they're trying to do. All he, they know is they want to go out and help somebody and see the, the light and the, the smiles on their face. And this is what kids do. They, they don't get into all the politics or all that stuff, man. They're just happy that you're happy. This, this is what kids do, you know, before the world start taking over their minds and their brains and all this stuff. I, I, I've seen it <laughs> many, many, many. I mean, you, you can do that with most kids now. But these days, things are a lot different because these kids are growing up on evil and godliness all around them, even from the time that they're born. So it, it's, it, it's a different day but again it's still the same they're just like babes babe kids they want you to be happy they don't care about themselves as long as you're happy they're happy and that's what he was saying so that's where these disciples came back they were just they were just happy they were geeked up they were they were, they were empowered that they were able to help somebody and uh they wanted to tell and that's all and that's that's another thing when kids do things like that they have to tell somebody they, they, because they're so happy, they, they want people to know like, wow, this is, this is great. They, they don't even know they're doing it. They just, they just do it because that's the spirit that they have. You have to have that spirit like a child. And right now, when you get older, you don't have that spirit as a child anymore because the world and crushed you down. The world and done so much and, and took all your childlike spirit that uh, you think you know everything and you, you, you want to do things your way and you don't want to listen to anybody because your wisdom tells you that, hey, this is the way it should be done. And the Most High is telling us, no, you know, you're going to have to, uh, in this case, Jesus is saying is you're going to have to act like a child again. So, uh, so he's thanking the father. Thank you for giving these, cause he's saying it's not me or allowing them 
to do this work because he said, hey, it seemed good in your sight, not in his sight, in the father's sight. So we're, we're, we're talking now. Again, you guys keep wanting to confuse this Old Testament, New Testament. He's talking about just spirits. He's not getting into all that, but he will here shortly explain to you. And we're going to move on to chapter 22, oh, chapter 20, verse 22. And he said, all things, this is Jesus still talking. All things are delivered to me, <clears throat> sorry, of my father and no man knows who the son is but the father and who the father is but the son and he to whom the son will reveal him so let's break this down everything that jesus is able to do he's able to do it because the father the most high yah god the most high god allow him to do it okay understand that he can't do anything unless the father wills it we're talking about the son we're talking about jesus jesus is saying this it's not me saying this. And he said, nobody knows who the father is. Uh, no one knows who the son is, but the father. So he said, hey, don't nobody know who I am, the real me, the spirit, but the father. That's it. And no one knows who the father is, but the son. No one else knows who the father is but me my spirit we're, we're connected and he to whom the son will reveal him and he's saying now only to whom i reveal who the father is this is what the son said and he to whom the son will reveal him him is the most high okay so this is what he's saying like all right look when i speak and i tell you who the father is then guess what i'm revealing to you who he is and, and his ways you know so Let's move on. Verse 23. And he turned to him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. So he's saying, hey, you guys are blessed because everybody can't see this. Everybody can't know this. Everybody can't hear this. Okay. Verse 24. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them, which I thought was ironic. Because he said, even the prophets and the kings, these things that you're seeing and hearing and doing, even they haven't seen all these things. So I thought that was uh, uh, beautiful in itself. And uh, he's trying to tell you again who he is, who the father is, and who the disciples are. So let's go to 25 because we're really starting to get to the part where I'm, I'm really, really going, going in. 10:25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit life? That is a question. So, 26, Jesus uh, said unto him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? Okay, this is where I'm trying to get to. Jesus is here on this earth, okay? What is he asking this guy, this lawyer? What is written in the law? The law is the laws, statutes, commandments, or you could say what is written in the Torah. Same thing. What is written in the book of Moses. Okay. This is what Jesus is saying to him. Okay. He's going all the way back to the Old Testament. He's not starting nothing new here. He's asking him what is written. He's asking this lawyer. Okay. He's going as you guys would say the Old Testament. It's, it's just the same thing. The laws are the laws. They're, they're not going to change. He didn't come in bringing in a whole lot of new law. He's asking him what is written in the law. And verse 27, the lawyer answered him saying, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Okay, there's two things here. He's saying, I shall love the most high God. Okay, he didn't say Jesus. He didn't say the man around the corner and all that stuff there. He said, you should love the most high God, higher than everybody else, with all the heart, 
soul, strength, and their mind. That means your whole essence of you, everything. And the second part to that, and thy neighbor as thyself. Okay, so we got two things going on here, the most high and the neighbor. These are actually two commandments. And I will submit to you that these are two of the most important commandments. And the reason I say that is because it's written here in our history book or in the Bible that if you can do these two things here, you will live. Not only will you live, you will cover pretty much everything else that's written. I know we have over 600 and something laws, statute, commandments, and ordinances and all that. Yes, we know that. But if you can do these two things, and I know I've said this before, then you'll pretty much cover everything you need to. And that's why the world is the way it is. They won't do that. <clears throat> they won't love the most high and they won't love their neighbor as thyself. Because again, they're concentrating on loving Jesus and they're concentrating on loving their own self. Okay. I keep telling you, you're not your own God. Okay. So let's, let's move on because again, Jesus is saying he prays to the father. Everything he gets, he gets from the father. So he's telling you, not me, all things are given and received of the father. So, all right, let's go to 28. And he said unto him, just as Jesus saying this, thou hast answered right this do and thou shalt live. So he said, hey, you do this, you will live, okay? There's no big thing, mystery here, according to Jesus. Yeah, you do this and you'll live. It's just that simple. Let's go to 29. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Well, he's asking a question. He wants to know who a true neighbor is. What is a neighbor? So he's going to break it down. And this is where we get into what they call uh, a good Samaritan or Samaritan. You know, let, let's let's read the verse first and I'll break that part down. Luke 10 verse 30. And Jesus answered, answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem, uh, from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. So Jesus giving him, as I told you before, he always talks in parables. He has to dumb it down. He has to break it down for you. Okay. A certain man went from here to uh, Jericho. Uh, basically, this guy got robbed. These, these thieves robbed him took his clothes as raiment, that's what he's talking about, wounded him, either they, they, they beat him half deaf or they stabbed him half or a combination of all that. They, they, they did some evil stuff to him and left him there half, you know, to die. This is what he's saying. He said, leaving him half dead, they left him you know, to die. Verse 31. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed on the other side. So this priest didn't say what kind of priest. He just said priest. So we, we don't know what type of priest, but it was a priest. This priest saw it and went on the other side of the road and kept it moving. Okay. Now we know priests by divine nature, they supposed to be uh, empathetic and help all people in need. So that's why this is important. He just said a priest could be any type of priest. So this priest didn't do his divine calling, which is to help your neighbor, help anyone that's in need. I mean, as a regular person, this is what you're supposed to do. It don't, it's not just a priest. Anyone can do this. And this is where he's making this distinction at as well, that, hey, even this priest saw what was going on and kept it moving. That's, that's not good. Okay. So let's move on to 32. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed on on the other side. So now he's getting Pacific. He's saying now that Levite. Well, Levite is from the tribe of Levi, which is uh, the priesthood of the Hebrews, of the Israelites. And this certain person saw the same thing and moved on. Well, that's a problem because uh, the Levites or 
you know, in this case, the person of that tribe, they know better. And without a doubt, they should have helped that person. But he's showing you it doesn't matter who you are. This is all in the spirit now. But I'm just saying this Levite knew better, just like the priest knew better. That's why he made that distinction. Like he just said priest, because again, the Levite is from the family of priests. That's Aaron's priesthood. So anyone from that is from that particular priesthood. So you, you again, I see it as looking at two different type priests, a regular priest, you know, and then from the tribe of Aaron or tribe of Levi, uh, the priesthood of the Levite. They did, they both did the same thing. There was no difference between these two priests. Okay, 33. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Now, I said a certain Samaritan, in reality, it should say a certain person or a certain man or whatever, but they gave him a title as a Samaritan. Samaritan is a person of good cheer, somebody that's going to help you in need. But we know that now, but they're using this as a title. A certain Samaritan uh, helped this person. So let's go to 34. And went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an end and took care of him. So this good Samaritan, you know, that's the title they're using now. This good person uh, helped him out, bandaged him up, put him on his own uh, beast, which would have been, uh, could have been a mule, could have been a donkey, could have been a, a camel, whatever it was. He, he put him on there and brought him to an inn. An inn is like a, a hotel or today, that's what we'll call somewhere where he can stay and get back on his feet. And verse 35, and on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, take care of him and whatsoever thou spendest more. When I come again, I will repay thee. So he not only paid for the guy's lodging, hooked him up, banished him up, put him back. He said, hey, if there's even any more, if there's the bill comes up to any more, when I come back through, I will pay the difference of the bill. I mean, I will pay whatever it is so that that person is, is good. You're paid. He's good. Everybody is a win-win situation. Luke 37. Oh, I'm sorry. Luke 36. Now, Jesus is asking this question. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? This is a question Jesus is asking. And finally in 37. And he said, he, meaning the lawyer, he that showed mercy on him, then said Jesus to him, go and do Likewise, so this is what Jesus is saying. Hey, this is what I want you guys to do. Doesn't matter who the person is, but we're still talking spirit. That spirit is what I'm here for to do all things righteous, to do what you're supposed to do according to the law. These are in the law as well the Torah, the book of Moses, whatever you want to call it. This is what you're supposed to do. He said, Hey, love the most high with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, every, every inch of fiber of you love him. And two, love yourself, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Well, people can't do that. They can't do neither one of them. They can't love the most high and they can't love because they love themselves even more. That's why I say you're not your own God. And they can't uh, love thy neighbor as they love thyself. Because again, even in these times, I know it's rough to love your neighbor because everybody feels like they just, they're on a whole nother level. You, you, you're not dealing with normal people these days. And that's where we're at and dealing with this, this, this world here now. It, it's just totally corrupt. But I thought I'll bring these things up and hopefully I cover that, that don't get caught up in just the New Testament. I can do Old Testament, New Testament. It doesn't matter because to me, it's all the same. But it's people on this earth who feel that they won't, they won't do the 
Old Testament. All they want to do is the New Testament and everything that they do is through Jesus. You know, Jesus this, Jesus this, Jesus this. And Jesus is telling you with his own mouth, his own mouth, that, hey, all things are done through the Father. It's not done through him, the Father. And he said, hey, if you want to follow some laws, you have to go back to the Torah, back to the Ten Commandments, so, uh, back to the laws that have been established and do it from there. He's not coming bringing uh, his own uh, laws and statutes and stuff. He's referring back to that. That's another thing. And people are thinking like, well, you know, uh, he's coming and he, he he's doing this. He's doing, again, he didn't told you what he was here for. He's not here to change the laws. He's here to fulfill them. That's all he was here to do, to get us back on track. See, we have gotten so far off track, meaning Israel, that he was here to say the lost sheep. They they gotten so far lost that he was trying to put them back on track. He like he said before, I got ninety nine hundred and ninety nine are doing great. I'm going to save the one. I don't need to save the ninety nine. They're good. So I'm here to help that one that can't help themselves. That's what a shepherd does. He's our shepherd. I get that. You should get that. But he's saying, hey, I have a father, you have a father. So everyone's getting it all twisted up and, and dealing with these images of the wrong uh, type of Jesus. Because again, this is what the great deceiver likes doing. He given us images and they told us in Maccabees, they have changed our the images that was in our book to look like them. And there's no way we look the way uh, Jesus does look today. There's just no way. He's telling you that, that it's a lie. And he's telling you to follow the uh, the laws, statutes, and commandments that was given to us from the very beginning. And a lot of us get caught up in that. And all they see is the, the world has presented as Jesus. And that's not Jesus. I'm sorry. I, I told you, you're going to have to retrain your brain. That person that you're, you're praying to is not Jesus. Never was, never will be. But you're caught up in that because you won't read. You won't gain the understanding that you need to get. And uh, it's just unfortunate because it, it is what it is at this point. But I'm trying to prove to you just by reading here in the so-called New Testament who Jesus is, who he said the father is, and who he says are the commandments that we must follow and where the commandments come from. They, they have not changed. They're all the same. He said, hey, I'm here to fulfill. I'm not here to destroy anything, change anything. He was here to fulfill. So uh, that's all I have for today. I uh, pray and uh, just said thank you to the Most High Yah for allowing me again to get back on track and do all things uh, through his will. So with all this being said, all praise to the Most High Yah. So be it.